Good morning, Sandpoint Peninsula Park community. This is Mama Lotta. I don't know if I'm broadcasting live or not, but I am broadcasting something. You can call me at 206-787-2935. Today, Mama Lotta, Carlotta, Today, actually, Carlotta is going to put out information about the initiative for bringing in resources to help those in need in the Sandpoint Peninsula Park neighborhood. And I'm defining that neighborhood as 65th to the, what direction am I going, south, 95th to the north, going towards Redmire, and back uh, on the northwest side to the Burt Gilman Trail, and on the northeast side, Lake Washington. That's my neighborhood. That's who I want to raise resources for. And that's who I think all of us can work together in order to make sure that none of our neighbors are in need, not in need of food, not in need of medicine, not in need of comforts. How many of you right now could go to Instacart and make a donation to the Sandpoint Peninsula Park community? That's SAP for short, if you didn't know, S-A-P-P. So let's keep it simple, Sap. If you can help a neighbor, get some divers, get some insurer, get some uh, supplements. Hey, maybe you'll even buy them a bottle of wine. It's up to you. But let's come together and make sure that there is no neighbor in need in this here. So I'm putting my initiative online. I'm going to have it at next door. And I'm going to have flyer, uh, person passing out flyers today. I would also like to invite all businesses to a Zoom meeting. I will give you the date, time, place, and whatever. Um, but it will be sometime uh, tomorrow, Friday, or Saturday. Shout out to my dentist's office, Dr. Cedarbaum. I am not stalking y'all. I don't know. I think I just have too many things on my brain at one time. And now, uh, uh, but I'm all done for the week, so I'm okay. I will not see you tomorrow. Ah, shout out to uh, the Varsity on Ravenna. I loved coming in yesterday and being able to talk with everybody. And I will be back because I need help. I met an accountant. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name, but I like your name. I know I like your name. But um, you'll know who you are because you are an accountant and you're also a seafare clown. Um, I need your assistance. Uh, shout out to the folks over on 110th and Sandpoint Way, all the shops over there. 
This is Mama Lada. I'll be bringing you some cookies. An idea that uh, I'm just going to be myself and download my brain the way I download my brain in the morning or at night. I had a suggestion from someone this morning. And they said, you know, your security camera you have in your house. You know, and I'm thinking, my security camera, I, you know, hello, good morning. Um, that I have it uh, unplugged. So what I'm going to do is to figure out how I can use my security camera and put it outside to look out over this parking lot that sits out here. You know, when people start stealing catalytic converters, I don't even know what that is, but I think I know what it is because it's on all Priuses. That is happening all over the city. That's not just the one random person here. Who was it last night or the night before? And that afternoon, Dwayne over in the flat top building, hello. Um, he had his car stolen like within a minute or two of his leaving it unlocked just to do a quick errand. People, these are hard times. And people will take what they need or people will take something that of value that will get them what they think they need. And if it's yours, hey. A few weeks ago, our lockers were broken into. I uh, have a locker on a, on a, in a, in a um, garage area. And the neighbor said to me, hey, is that your stuff in the locker room all over? And I thought, no, I haven't been in there lately. And all of a sudden, what happens, but I, I go, look, the green bike that's bearing, barring me from getting into my locker is still there. All the books are there. All the Christmas things are there. Nobody bothered anything that I could think of. Went to the next locker, which is my neighbor. He has a gorgeous stuff in his locker. That's all I'm going to say. We all have new locks or something. Um, and then I looked and all of the, these were not hard. I could have broken into this locker with a hairpin. Like those things from the 1950s, all you had to do was jiggle enough with the right thing and it would have come open. So it wasn't, you know, unfortunately what had happened was the, the front door had been breached. And so therefore it looked like the person was going after one other, um, locker but something spooked them and and they I figured it out they took my daughter's minus 30 something a dump a dump a dun, a dun, a dun um, sleeping bag so they're not going to be cold this winter in Seattle even if it rains so people are always out people are always looking it's not who you, I mean, it's not somebody dressed in a, you know, I'm a thief outfit or I'm going to take something from you outfit roaming around. It's people that you see all the time. But now we need to start observing differently. Does that person really, why? Are, I mean, I see people walk through here on 75th and Sandpoint Way and I go, huh? That's an interesting person. I see people go into gates and I see people go into stairwells. So.
People are always out there who are always looking, and they look like you and me and everybody else that you pass. Which reminds me, wear those masks, people. All y'all out there who are without masks, who are, um, you don't wear the dang things, or you come by and then you make your, your, your big six, six foot away thing. We're in open air, yes, but nobody knows how this is spreading now. And so we need to take care of each other in this neighborhood. For those who can't wear masks, okay. I mean, for legitimate reasons. They are little bitty people um, or they have some medical condition that does not allow for that. You know, but all this other stuff, put your mask on. You're walking, you're talking, you're leaving your droplets. Those damn things last in the air for a long time. They say in those crowded rooms that where they're having these mass rallies that these damn things can last up to eight hours. Now, come on. Do you really want to take your chances of walking through somebody's exhaust and they just happen to have COVID? Put your mask on and put your mask, everybody not wearing one, put one on. I don't want your damn droplets. You're being selfish. That's all I got to say about that. But call in if you're out there and you're listening and if this is actually live or if it's not, call in and call me when you hear it, okay? We need a supermarket just like they have in U Village. We need a grocery store, a legitimate sized grocery store in this neighborhood. We live in an F, who are they? FDA-defined food desert. Think of the closest stores. Fred Meyer down in Lake City. Metropolitan Market over on the trail. Um, Safeway down in the village next to QFC. We've got too many markets. We've got the one up on um, on Sandpoint Way the, near Ivanhoe. And then we've got the 7-Eleven here. And I think that's it. And I think there is a way that we could put a store in here and 7-Eleven would not lose a beat. I think, in fact, 7-Eleven could go in with some other services and there could be a pot shop if you wanted in this neighborhood. It's all according to, I know, all according to zoning and blah, 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 blah. I don't know anything about that, but there's somebody out there that does. But while I'm on it, I do remember a, a few a few years ago when I first became came to the, uh, the neighborhood, somebody had sent in a proposal that had been agreed to that would have put um, a stairway over Lake City Way and would have run the dang sidewalks from here at 75th or there at the 7-Eleven or whatever 
all the way up and connect into those sidewalks up in Laurelhurst. Hello, where are our sidewalk city of Seattle? You keep fixing Lake City Way. You have those nice little cutouts for bicycle lanes or whatever is going to go in there. Come over to Sandpoint Way. And also, you need to go over near 94th, that one that runs in, fr in front of the private 25th. That is still bumpy as hell. This is as bumpy as when I rode the bus going to the university more than six years ago. City, there you can hire some people. You have pot, pothole people. Well, let's get some crews out here and get some sidewalks in. They, it was safer than having to cross this street. Cross any street in Seattle and you're putting your life in your hands. I saw a sign go to zero. I saw the light turn green and I saw a fool fly through it. And these roaring little sport, you know, cars with all the noise. I think they're cute. You know, I saw them years ago when we were in Nevada, and I thought they were cute. But now it's turned into your daily traffic, that you're in an Uber. I, I was an, in an Uber the other day, and I saw more magic on the, on the uh, with wheels than I'd seen on television in years. And there are people who are zooming through every little space that there is. Asshole, stop it. Somebody's going to get killed. And it probably won't be your ass because you're in your car and you're all ready for this. But it's going to be some innocent person whose car you run into, whose body you run into, or whose lives you ruin. Stop it. There are speed limits for a purpose. And I wish the city would come out and put a speed limit on this street, 75th and Sandpoint Way, on the northwest side of Sandpoint Way that runs around all these condos. People come through here like it's a racetrack some days. I have seen people that I've had to tell to get out of the street because cars were coming and their pets are in the street. We need a street sign out here on 75th and Sandpoint Way. We're between the Sandpiper um, and the Magnuson Point um, condominiums. Please come out. I don't know how fast you go, five miles an hour? But we have enough kids out here, we shouldn't, and dogs and folks, we should not have to be dodging these crazed folk who come in and do little wheelies and then speed back out and zoom up the street making as much noise as possible. Punk, stop it. Other than that, flowers are beautiful. The sun is out today. It's a good day to cull through your closets if you're at home. If you have any clothing that you could donate to a Sandpoint Peninsula Park uh, neighborhood. I don't know where storage would be. Please, people. I can't store everything at my house. I don't have enough room. I keep making more hoarding space for my daughter and I. If I make a more hoarding space and put things in it, then I won't have my hoarding space for hoarding. But please, if you have 
clothing, if you have, you know, if you want to donate a thing of soap or some towels or some toothpaste or some toothbrushes, anything that you would want. Old t-shirts. Everybody's got old t-shirts. Yeah, they got holes in them. And you may not wear them, but somebody else may. Maybe they could use it for layering. If you have pants that you've grown out of, grown into, and grown out of again, give a couple of those. You got enough pants for every size. Shoes? No, I don't, I don't know about what type of shoes, but I would think things that for Seattle are more like, say, my Doc Martens that I no longer wear because they're really heavy on my legs and I sort of trip around. Hey, guys. I'm donating those. Those are a size 12. No, it's a size. I'll have to look. It's a man's size 10. That's what they are. And I have all the stuff for keeping them well over the winter and into the, uh, in the fall and winter. Hey there. Um, and if you give me a call, 206 787-2935 or send me an email. It is carl.rose1950 at outlook.com. Send me a note. If you are need anything, if you are hungry, if you need diapers in your household, if you need supplements, if you are in need, if you are alone, if you are having some mental health issues, and you need to talk to somebody if you are having health issues and you don't have insurance. Come on, give us a call. We'll figure out some way to help every person in this neighborhood. I promise that. I'll work as hard as I did at the university creating the same such programs, apprenticeship programs, internships programs for $17 million for one office. I've done it. I've taught K-12, I was a K-12 teacher for 18 years in Bothell at Crystal Springs Elementary in Fernwood Elementary. Crystal Springs Elementary, I have a special message I'm putting online for you. It's a letter I wrote four years ago before this situation became this situation. And I said this situation was going to become that if we didn't vote. And we didn't vote last time, people. Get out there, get registered. Go online, get registered. You know how to use a dang computer. You know how to find anything. You know how to order meals to your house on um, all those services. Get on there and go to some state of Washington and, and sign up. I look up how to register to vote and vote. And the census counts. If you have not taken the census, take your silly fingers to wherever you take the census and do that. That is resources for this neighborhood. For I guess we don't want to be called SAP neighborhood. Oh, so for Sandpoint Peninsula Park neighborhood. That's resources for us. We have two uh, housing groups in the park. We have Mercy Housing, which is, I think, related to Catholic services. And we all have, also have solid ground. 
those um, housing units are all filled. We have thousands of kids from preschool, from, from just being born to 18 who are there. Those are the students who are the charges of the public schools. It's not private schools, it's not potting. It's the Seattle public schools who serve these students here. Teachers can only do so much from home, come on. I had to become a teacher again for the last six months. It was horrifying. How do you get 12 things done in one day, answer all the kids' questions, talk to parents, write the lesson plan for the next couple of weeks or however you're doing it, send it out, however you send it out electronically, and start answering questions. Why can't all those folks who are certificated teachers who have retired not help? Why can't we step in as tutors, as folks who, who know what they're doing and can help? Why don't we, who have gone through the system of education that Seattle gives our kids in special education, why are we not out there helping other parents understand they are their, they are their child's best and probably only teacher? Teachers can only do so much, but a parent, you have observed that child every day of their life. Well, let's put it this way. I observed my child every day of my life, except for when I was out of town. But then again, I quit taking out of town trips. But I also had people who were, th who were with her who were my students. So I was very, very fortunate to have so many people who knew so much to be Ari's aunts and uncles and everybody else. And she grew up at the university and she loves, a, uh, something came up. And let's just put it this way. She said, without blinking, looking me directly in the eye, Mom, I already have a family, leave me alone. And her family dates back 29 years. And she just turned 29. That group that I had the summer before Hari was born. That was funny. But I thank you all for being a part of Ari's life and teaching her. And her knowing that she can reach out so many places and have somebody answer questions. We all know we don't live forever, but I'm going to try. I'll tell you one day how I'm going to traumatize my grandchildren. <laughs> anyway, I am going to turn off now because I am rambling, rambling. My throat is doing nothing but getting worse and worse so I can record my record, my, my songs, my band. But before I go, again, the number here is 206. 787-2935 and my email uh, is carl k-a-r-l dot rose r-o-s-e the number 1950 at 
Outlook.com. Carl.Rose1950 at Outlook.com. Or just stop by 75th and Standpoint Way and wave at me up on the balcony. Talk to you later. Bye.